Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a great future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has. My decision was uh, pretty easy, obviously, with those high-caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city uh, made my decision really easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Listening to Oilers now with the Edmonton Oilers in Sweden, the greatest Swedish band of all time, ABBA, to get you going on this Friday afternoon. Thanks a lot for tuning in. The Oilers will be playing 24 hours from now. The game against the New Jersey Devils starts at 11. Our coverage on 6.30, Chad, will commence with the face-off show at 9.30. The Oilers, of course, already practicing earlier today in Sweden. So, Coach, how's that lineup looking? We have some lineup decisions that we need to make over the next uh, 24 hours. Um... Generally speaking, we've had a pretty good training camp. Um, there's been a lot of guys that have earned the opportunity to, one, stick with the team, and two, to play. And obviously, we have too many numbers. So there's going to be a couple disappointed players uh, tomorrow, uh, which is okay. They should be disappointed. They want to play. Uh, they're not coming out because of their uh, 
their inactions. It's just that we can't trust that many. So here's how they looked. McDavid between Nugent Hopkins and Raddy. Dreisaitl with Lucic and Yamamoto. Strom between Kara and Pugliarvi. Brodziak with Reeder and Cassian. Chason and Kajula, the extra forwards. Clefbaum with Larson. Nurse with Benning. Russell with Bouchard and Garrison with Bear. So a pretty good chance here that Evan Bouchard will make his NHL debut tomorrow and that Ethan Bear will be uh, signed on paper, at, at least for the time being, to the AHL's Bakersfield Condors. Of course, you can expect Cam Talbot to start in goal. The Oilers last year started the season impressively. 3 nothing win over the Calgary Flames. They didn't have very many other impressive games the entire rest of the season. So what is the identity of the club as they roll into a new campaign? We had a meeting and I asked our group, who, who are we and who are you? And we have to answer those questions. And... Uh, when we uh, in the past have played to uh, a, a strong identity and played that consistently, we've given ourselves a chance to win. When we've got away from it, uh, we haven't been as successful. And uh, part of our identity is going to have to be, yes, play faster and the tempo and the pace and puck movement and all that type of stuff. But we have to become a better um, risk management team. We have to become a better defensive team. Obviously, special teams play a big role in all of that. But overall, 260-some goals against uh, doesn't get you an opportunity to play in late April, early May. When Todd McClellan became, became the head coach of the Oilers three summers ago, and he was asked the identity question, he said fast, hard, and supportive was how he wanted the Oilers to play. I, I think those three remain pillars of how the club would like to play and probably how every team in the National Hockey League would like to play. McClellan uh, saying something there about risk management, and he's talked uh, about game management in the past, about knowing when to punt, and that'll be interesting to see how the Oilers handle that going into the season. They weren't a good risk management team last year and quite frankly they weren't a very good team at at staying in the game when something bad happened often that would lead to an avalanche of bad things happening against them now in terms of Evan Bouchard I mentioned he could very well play tomorrow he will get an opportunity to play he's not here just to uh, to watch and whenever that happens we expect him to be uh, excited ready probably a little bit anxious like the rest of the young players that play their first game but um, he's shown to have uh, a great calmness to him and been able to adjust so we look forward to seeing him play he and ethan bear both remaining with the oilers throughout training camp both of them young both of them obviously early in their nhl careers bouchard has yet to play a game bear played 18 at the end of last regular season bob stoffer will check in from sweden to go over some of the lineup possibilities in a few minutes today on oilers now presented by digitex trusted by 630 ched visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies printers and more digitex Besides Bob, we'll get our weekly Friday visit from Hockey Night in Canada's Elliot Friedman. Sportsnet 960's Pete Labardius will check in from Calgary. Some uh, tough injury news for the Flames today with Travis Hamonick, and we'll look at what should be a very competitive Pacific division. And the U of A Golden Bears hockey team, after opening their regular season with a split against Saskatchewan last weekend, now heading south for some exhibition games in Colorado against Denver University and Air Force Ian Herbers will jump on the line a little bit later on. My name is Reed Wilkins. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm sitting in for Bob this week with him in Europe. Brendan Escott is on the other side of the window. Brendan, how's it going, buddy? Oh, we're all good today, Reed. All good today. Good. Exciting tomorrow for the uh, season opener coming up. Uh, for, I mentioned the broadcast times on 630 Ched Monday. 
We have, uh, in this time slot, will be the countdown to kickoff from noon to 2 with Morley and Dave. And then the football game, Eskimos at Rough Riders at 2 o'clock. I have heard from some very worried slash pessimistic slash feeling doomed Eskimos fans uh, throughout the week. We shall see if they can bounce back against a very good Saskatchewan team. With the Oilers in Sweden, Oscar Clefbaum, Adam Larson getting a lot of attention there. And Clefbaum was uh, asked how many people he has coming to the game on Saturday. 30, 40, 50, I don't know. Actually, a lot of my, a lot of my, yeah, exactly, half of them. Uh, actually, a lot of my friends and family actually bought tickets right, right away when they uh, released here in Sweden. So I didn't have to pay too much. Uh, but it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, neat for uh, Clefbaum and Larson to be playing in their home country. I mentioned uh, yesterday Clefbaum grew up a little closer to Gothenburg, uh, Larson's hometown quite far north like if if uh, larson's hometown were in canada it would be well up there in the northwest territories uh weather very similar to edmonton and obviously they would get the big swings in terms of lots of hours of daylight in the summer and then lots of uh, darkness when it gets into uh december and january for sure cam talbot obviously the oilers number one goaltender going into this season is it Pretty simple to say that if Talbot has a good season, the Oilers have a good season, regardless of, of all the other stuff going on. Uh, I know Rob Brown was talking about that the other day, that if uh, Talbot gives them the goaltending, they should be a pretty good team. Talbot played 21 games for the Rangers in 13-14. That's when he broke into the NHL. He had a 9.41 save percentage, but again, in limited action. The next year was the one that put him on the radar for a lot of teams looking for a number one goaltender. Remember, he had to play 36 games with Lundqvist injured, and he had a 9.26. He comes to the Oilers. He started slow, still put up a 9.17 save percentage on a, on a pretty lousy team in 15-16. He's 9.19 the year the Oilers go to the playoffs. He's 908 last year. His career save percentage is 918. And uh, I know people are worried, but it, it's last year that was the anomaly, not the other years in his career. Um, no, I just needed to get back to playing my game, playing confident and playing aggressive. Um, I think last year I just, uh, you know, gave up my ice a little bit too early. was playing, um, you know, trying to overthink things a little bit too much. So I'm just getting back to the basics. Um, you know, like I said, challenging the shooters, not giving up too much. And, um, you know, just staying confident playing within my game. Well, if he's good, I don't know if he's going to play 73 games again like he uh, did in the playoff season. Still played 67 last year. If uh, if Talbot is 9.15 save percentage or higher, I, I think we're going to get into March with the Oilers being in or very close to a playoff position. If you would like to reach out, you can call our Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063. That's presented by the River Cree Resort and Casino. This October, the River Cree turns 12, and they'll be giving away over $120,000 guaranteed in cash and cars. Celebrate with River Cree and swipe your player's club card to start earning free ballots into our promotions. This is their big thank you for allowing them to be the number one casino in Edmonton and area. Have to be over 18. Visit RiverCreeResort.com for more details. The Westlock Ford text line, you get into that by typing 630-630 on your smartphone. Follow the show on Twitter at Oilers Now. We will go overseas to Sweden and check in with Bob when we get back. 
This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Quadruple header baseball playoffs today. One game already underway. Middle of the first, no score between Cleveland and Houston. Rockies and Brewers next. Yankees, Red Sox at 5.30 Mountain Time. Braves and Dodgers, the late game. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Bob Stoffer on Oilers Now. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Let's go over to Sweden and welcome Bob to the show. Hey, man, how are you doing? Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm kind of missing Edmonton, and I'm kind of not. I mean, it's a real exciting time of the year. There's been a lot of events, uh, and I really appreciate, Reed, you calling in over the course of the last uh, week for us because, as it turned out, uh, we had events on uh, all four of the nights that the Oilers didn't play, and then, of course, we flew on the night that the Oilers did play. So uh, much appreciated that you were able to work with Brendan Escott and put a uh, solid product together. Well, it's been fun, and I know for you, and I've, I've seen some of the, the, the pictures, and I've seen Oilers players signing autographs and, and meeting fans in public, and uh, people seem pretty excited to meet Gene Principe, too, Bob. I'm not going to lie to you, but, I mean, that's that's the cool thing, right? I mean, uh, you know, when the Dallas Cowboys play a road game, you can always tell, right? You can always tell all the Dallas, but Oilers fans are like that, too. I mean, they have literally proven they will go to the other side of the world to cheer on the Oilers. It's pretty amazing. Well, all they have. I mean, Reed, to put things in perspective, we even have uh, someone on this trip on the Oilers Now trips, because there's basically two separate trips. The Oilers Now trip was sold out first, and then the Oilers did a, a team trip as well, and between the two, there's 165 people. We have someone on the Oilers Now trip who's blind, and he's in his uh, late, uh, probably early to mid-70s. Uh, his daughter worked at the University of Alberta with me a number of years ago, and I mean, he just wanted to experience it. And if that doesn't tell you, you know, the the loyalty that uh, the Oilers organization has from their fan base, and it's something that, you know, it gets reiterated. And I'm a little, as you know, I mean, I'm a by-the-book guy. Like, uh, you know, I don't get, to, I've never gotten anything uh, autographed uh, ever since coming to work for the Oilers 10 years ago. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. But in, when we do the Oilers Now trips, I try to make it to the point that I even put, uh, you know, recommend it for the guys in the uh, that organized trip down as a new last travel. Like there needs to be a little bit of separation of the players. But the players have been uh, really, really embraced uh, the fans that are here. It's, I do think it's a little bit different um, when it's over in Europe. There's also a lot of Oilers fans in Europe, which is made for a pretty interesting uh, uh, week. Uh, week out. You know, obviously the Leon connection to Germany and how that went. I mean, that was just really special and unique. I just wish our effects were a little bit better in the first period so people could really get a sense of it. Um, and then here in Gothenburg as well, there's been a tremendous uh, uh, support from uh, other uh, fans everywhere. Well, it's, it's been pretty uh, interesting, too. The, the the first thing I do when I've uh, gotten up in the morning the last couple of days is go to your Twitter account or the Oilers' Twitter account to get the the lines because because they're practicing, you know, at 3, 4 in the morning here, uh, mountain time. And let's start on defense. Obviously, Russell and Bouchard paired together again while Garrison uh, was with Bear. So, uh, you know, I haven't seen any roster moves. Obviously, it's late there now. Uh, you know, it's evening there. Uh, in Sweden. So are we looking at a situation where maybe uh, tomorrow Russell could be activated and then there has to be a subsequent move? Well, a couple of things for you. Uh, Dr. Marty Morazic, the Oilers concussion specialist, uh, flew in and got in this morning, uh, so Friday morning, uh, into uh, Sweden. So that was the significance in terms of the evaluation. Uh, I think we can assume it was on Chris Russell. 
Um, by all reports, according to what Tom McCollum said, uh, you know, Chris has been cleared. Uh, the other thing to factor in here, Reed, is uh, theoretically, um, you know, Edmonton either uh, you take a look at the pairings yesterday, and yesterday it was Garrison and Barron, it was Clefbaum and Bouchard, and today it's Garrison and Bouchard. That to me is a sign that Bouchard is uh, sliding ahead of Bear at this point, and the owners have already, you know, put Bear through on paper waivers before, and of course Ethan Bear doesn't have to clear waivers. So theoretically, if it was to be, for the sake of argument, a guy like Alex Jason who just signed a one-year deal, uh, he would need to clear. So he would have needed to have gone on waivers uh, Friday morning at 10 o'clock Edmonton time to clear for seven, uh, 10 o'clock uh, Saturday morning Edmonton time in order to be reassigned. So I, I think under the assumption of the guys that Russell's going to play, he gets activated. The orders are at 24. They have to get down to 23. It's a pretty, I, I guess the only other option would be to send Bouchard to junior. And if you send him to junior, you're sending him to junior for good at least until the conclusion of his junior season. I don't see that happening. So to me, the obvious move will be that Ethan Bear uh, is likely to be reassigned, and that's how they'll fit Bouchard in. And we'll get our first chance to see Evan Bouchard play uh, with Jason Garris, or with, sorry, with Chris Russell, third pairing, with uh, Garrison being the number seven defense. Okay. Uh, Bob, up front, obviously, Kyler Yamamoto, once again, a great preseason. He was the one guy I thought maybe would, would wind up in the AHL to start the year. You, you can't leave him off the, off the opening day roster. Uh, I know he kind of bounced around the last couple days in terms of his line mates. Uh, I know you tweeted out he was with Lucic and Dreisaitl today. Uh, but it seems to me, Bob, like lines two through four, there, there could be some, some in-game shuffling tomorrow, uh, depending on how it goes. Well, and depending upon also how they've been deployed to this point, I think that that's, you know, you've watched all the games. Uh, you know, they've had Reader all over the place, and that was one of his calling cards. And I know that Leon Dreisaitl mentioned to me, you know, about the thing about uh, Toby is he can play anywhere. And uh, that bodes well. And the Oilers, ironically enough, they might, and this guy is a guy that at times draws consternation from the fan base. But right now on the outside looking in to see he uh, had a, a bit of an issue that affected his open start is Drake Kajula. But let's not forget, at times, you know, Drake Kajula's played as high as on Connor McDavid's right wing. So he's a wild card in this mix moving forward. But I do think to start, maybe it'll be Dreisaitl, Lucic, and uh, Yamamoto. And then today they had Kera on the third line. Yesterday they had Reeder on, uh, uh, bouncing around a bit too. But today they had Kera on the uh, left side, back with Strom and Paul Yarby. And I'd like to see that line stay together. Uh, I think that Strom, I think uh, Strom plays better when he's got k on his left wing. Uh, obviously, Paul Yarby, the owners want to create some mismatches uh, with the third lines. And that would move Reader all the way down to the fourth line, playing with Brodziak and uh, Cassian. Should give the owners two uh, wingers that could really skate on that line. So 100% Reed, you're going to see some movement between Yamamoto, potentially, Kara and, uh, and Reader. But uh, Ratty's going to get the first look on the right side, and I do think Juba to start is boxed out. But uh, at any time, he could supplant anybody line one through four. I mean, he could end up replacing uh, Ty Ratty. He could end up potentially going on second line right wing, where uh, Yamamoto, in theory, is to start tomorrow. He can end up playing third line left wing, and he can end up playing fourth line left wing. So the owners have more options, and they have more speed, Reed, in their lineup as well. All right. Going to be fun, Bob. Enjoy the evening in Sweden, and I'll talk to you on the face-off show tomorrow, man.
Thanks for the warning, Reed. Okay, thanks. He always gets me like that. Brendan, I always say, well, looking forward to it. He's like, well, thanks for the warning. That's, that's, that's uh, Bob's thing. You know what? That's if you saw things. the reactions from our guests when I text them saying, hey, do you want to come on the show with Bob? You wouldn't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob's a great guy. We like giving him a hard time, though. Uh Mike in St. John's on the text line uh, says, I'm concerned about the Oilers' defense and Lucic. If we get the Talbot of 16-17, then the Oilers should be able to out-goaltend most teams on a nightly basis, and especially uh, if they score a total of 250 or 260, uh, it's not unreasonable to expect that level of offense. Well, they're going to have to swing the goal differential. We can get into more details as uh, we move along throughout the show here. Uh, this texture says, listening to Bob run through the lineup, way too many non-proven NHLers in the lineup. I am worried. I think that's a that's a fair concern to, to varying degrees for uh, many of the guys. And uh, somebody says, sweet opening song. Jim says, ABBA, my all-time favorite. There you go. Does Your Mother Know by ABBA off the start of the show. Probably their most guitar-oriented song. And trust me, I listened to a lot of ABBA as a child because uh, my parents had most of their albums. So, you know, I know Take a Chance on Me, Super Trooper, you know, <laughs> The Winner Takes It All, One of Us, Lay All Your Love on Me. <laughs> Brandon Escott's just like, what is going on? Reed is an old man. Uh, Elliot Friedman coming up after the 1230 news. It's Oilers Now at 630, Chet. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630, Chet.